0: welcome to for your info English you got, you got it all right all right all right my amigos and welcome to this the very first episode of FYI that's right for your info but really those of you who are learning English it's also for your Your English. So, welcome to my new podcast. I'm really excited about it. And I'm so glad that you're here for this milestone. It's always nice. Firsts are always amazing. So, I hope you guys are ready because we're going to learn so much more than English. On this podcast we're gonna learn about a wide range right wide is amplia a wide range of different interesting or I would even go as far as saying fascinating topics so get ready guys to expand your horizons while we learn English and delve into to delve into something is to go deeper to delve into some of the most fascinating topics out there and guys don't forget I want your suggestions. In fact, on social media, I've been getting so many amazing suggestions. So thank you so much. I plan on doing them all. If this show goes well, if you guys like it, I plan on doing it every single one of them. All right. So keep sending us your suggestions. I was like, wow, why didn't I think of that? So thank you so much. We'd love to do any suggestions, you know, anything that you may find interesting, because I'm sure other people will find it interesting, as well as the English that goes along with it now let me tell you a little bit about the structure about how this podcast works all right now this podcast is divided into two parts okay so you have your first part of the podcast which is like all the rest of my content on social media and everywhere else is totally And absolutely free you're gonna learn we're gonna learn about the history of these topics we're gonna learn about fun facts statistics all kinds of different things to learn about these topics while we learn about our English but then there's a second part okay now this second part of the show this is exclusive It's exclusive content, and it's exclusively for my Patreon subscribers. Now, those of you who don't know what Patreon is, it's just a way of helping people who create content, artists, etc., and you help support them. Now, I'm not charging you for content. Let me make something really clear here. In fact, I've never charged you for anything except my books, well, because that costs money (laughs) to make. I wish I I didn't have to charge you for those either. But as many of you know, I've been making content for over a decade. If you guys wanna subscribe, uh, I wanna have additional amazing content for Our subscribers. Uh, If you'd like to support me, what I do, if you like my videos, my podcasts, you can be a monthly subscriber. There are all different kinds of levels. You can go to my Patreon. It's patreon.com. Patreon, se escribe en español. Patreon.com, slash, and slash, remember, is barra. And then my name, Alberto Alonso, and you can see what it's all about. But basically, being a subscriber, you're always going to get free content from me. Let's not, don't worry. <laughs> you're always going to get free content. But, uh, well, now you know, many of you know, I have a family. And, well, it's, uh, it takes a lot of time to make these videos and these audios. I love doing it. Well, a few people has sug- had suggested, and that's the way everything good happens in life, I believe. People saying, hey, you should do this. I listen to suggestions. I I recommend... Well, you also have to be careful where the suggestions are coming from. So don't listen to every suggestion. But I listened to this advice that many people gave me. And so I started a Patreon page. So take a look at it. It's not that I'm charging for content. But basically, I'm going to keep producing tons of content, this podcast included, plus videos and so many other things. And uh, well, as a way of saying thank you to the people who are helping to support me, my Patreon members, my subscribers, the the really the inner circle of my community, well, I want to give you guys additional content. So at the end of this, well, the second part of the show, there'll be a class and well, tons of other things that you're not gonna, gonna wanna miss. And guys, let me tell you something. If you can't afford it, let me know. I'll give you the content for free, right? I'm not trying to To do this to make money, but it does take a lot of my time. I love doing it, and uh, well, every every day that I'm making a video or an audio or something like that, I'm not teaching a class or something like that. So, um, members, Patreon subscribers, as a way of saying thank you, you are going to get so many different things. Uh, Special, in fact, the people on the highest tier, el nivel más alto, uh, every month I'm going to raffle off sortear to raffle off a one-hour class with me. So check it out. It's patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. This way, you won't miss any content. You'll get uh, a second bonus part to this podcast and to many other materials that I'll be sharing throughout these next coming months. All right, guys, so thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, today, we're gonna look at uh, a topic that uh, I love. It's near and dear to my heart, it's everywhere uh, from the Bible to Beowulf. That's right. That early literary piece, Beowulf, there's wine making. The Bible, if you remember, in the Bible, they talk of wine. So it's part of our milestones, parte de nuestros, nuestras hazañas, our celebrations from communions to carnival. Guys, join me as we discover the wonderful world of wine. Cheers. Or as we say in New York, salute. Why did I decide to choose wine? Well, I think being a Spaniard myself and having Italian blood, well, you know, wine is, you know, in my blood. Uh, You know, Spain, Italy, and in fact, speaking of, of wine as blood, many of you know wine has often been compared to blood, going back to that biblical Sense as well, right? But wine is such a great thing. I'm not promoting alcohol here, guys. Don't get me wrong. No me malinterpretes. But wine has been a part of our celebrations. We give it as gifts, right? How many times have you gotten a bottle of wine from someone, right? Most importantly, and this is one of my favorite things about wine, is it's meant to be shared, right? Wine is something you're supposed to sit down and share, maybe even a meal, right? A nice meal, a bottle of wine, and uh, it can be romantic. It can be a family dinner, but it's meant to be shared. So that's part of the beauty of wine. That's part of the attraction of wine, in my opinion. And also, you know, my roots are in Almería. So uh, my family, we have um, farmland, right? Tierra. We have farmland and we have grapes over there. In fact, my uncle, My godfather, mi padrino, Paco, he makes his own homemade wine. So, I've always been fascinated with wine. Wine's always been everywhere. And if you're Spanish, well, I think uh, you could probably say the same thing. Like it or not, it is everywhere. So, speaking of roots, today we're going to try and trace the roots of wine, las raíces. So, where did wine come from? Now, the, the, the easy answer would be Spain right? Or France or Italy, one of these wine, one of these very famous wine-producing countries, right? Spain uh, with their Ribera del Duero or France with their Merlot or Cabernet (laughs) Savignon. Pardon my French. (laughs) Pardon my French is una expresión que que decimos cuando vamos a decir una palabra. When we're going to say a bad word, we um, we say pardon my French. So uh, pardon my French pronunciation, I should say, to be more specific. And then Italy, if you want a nice Chianti or something like that. So uh, no, it's not Spain. It's not France. It's not even Italy. Nope. Uh, we have to go back to 6000 BC. Now, 6000 BC is, we say in English, you say AC. Me encanta que en español es ACDC. In English, it's before Christ, right? And that's anything antes de Cristo, right? A-C, before Christ. And then we say A-D, which is Anno Domini. I believe it's Latin for in the year of our Lord, right? So we got to go way back, way, way back to 6,000 B.C. Hace in Español. And where do you think it started? Where did almost everything start? One of the most uh, ancient civilizations there, China china now were they making what we know as wine today no but were they fermenting things and making alcoholic beverages you bet of course they were yeah they were fermenting honey and fruit right fruit no fruit fruit so they were fermenting honey and well this started to spread like many good things you know people said, wait this this stuff tastes pretty good and Well, I'm feeling a little buzz. Tengo el puntillo. I'm feeling a little buzz. So it started to spread. It spread to the Middle East, uh, places like Georgia, uh, Iran as well. And then we fast forward to 3000 BC. So 3000 years uh, forward. So this is, think about how long wine has been with us or something similar to wine, a predecessor of wine. It's been there through every major war, every battle. In fact, in the second part of the show, we're going to show you what wine has to do with the Declaration of Independence in the United States. We'll take a look at that after the break. But right now, we're going over to Egypt, 3000 BC. Be careful, because a lot of my students say Egypt. It's not Egypt, it's Egypt. Now, in Egypt, in 3000 BC, they were the first pros. Los primeros cracks the first pros. Why? Well, they were the first ones to label the wine, right? To label as etiquetar. And they would put the label, they would put the year, very important, right? And the maker, so the owner, the person's name who made this wine. And they also started storing it. To store is almacenar. That's why storage is almacen, right? A storage space is un you could say. They started to store wine. And, and back then, for the Egyptians, it was alchemy. They, I mean, they were taking one thing and making something new. And this is why it was a privilege in Egypt that was reserved for the pharaohs, los faraones. But as we said before, wine has always been associated with the gods. We said in the Bible. Uh, in fact, some people call it the nectar, el, el jugo, right? The nectar of the gods. Think of other gods too, Dionysus right? Or Bacchus in Rome, as they called him, right? Dionysus, the god of wine and fertility. So it's been a part of our lore. It's been a part of our weddings. It's been a part of our celebrations, right? And then now we're going way ahead to 200 AD. So Christ was born 200 years ago. Enter the Romans, como no? (laughs) how are we going to talk about wine and not have the Romans involved? All right. So enter the Romans. Now, what was important about the Romans contribution, wooden barrels. They started putting it in barrels. Think about that. 6,000 years, 6,200 years has gone by and nobody said, well, let's put it in a wooden barrel. And now you think it's, I mean, it's commonplace. It's you. When you think of wine, you think of a wooden barrel right? And this made it easier to transport. Remember, each of these breakthroughs, avances, had, uh, you know, an advantage. You know, it, it led to the spreading of wine and wine culture, right? So the Romans, yeah, leave it to the Romans. And now, you know, we know, we hear about oak, roble, oak barrels. There are over 400 different oak species, right? Especias. Especias? Yeah, especias. Available for wood for wine barrels. So that's, I mean, from not, you know, not using them at all to now it's like a science. It's an art as well. Now we go to 1000 AD in the wine timeline, and we go to a place called Chateau de Goulan. Again, please <laughs> forgive my French pronunciation. Obviously, this is in France, and this is a family-owned winery. Now, remember, a winery is where they make the wine, and a vineyard, que es literalmente la palabra viña, o, o no, parra y eh, terreno, vineyard. No se dice vineyard, se dice vineyard. And that, uh, well, that is one of the, the first, you know, major wine producers. Chateau de goulan that was 1000 AD. The good news, they're still in business today. You guys are thinking, all right, well, cool. But we're missing a really important part here. What about the cork? El corcho. Well, that didn't come along until 1600 AD. You know, it took thousands of years of drinking this stuff. I guess they drank too much to say, let's put something in there. This something that will kind of give and, you know, can breathe a little bit, but not too much. And, well, the breakthrough in 1600 was cork. They started putting corks in their wine, and the bottles became stronger as well. Oh, and here's a little misconception, by the way. If you see someone in a restaurant sniffing the cork, they know nothing about wine. (laughs) Because what does a cork smell like? You guessed it, cork. (laughs) So what do you have to do? No, you you don't smell the cork. You have to look at the cork. It's a visual thing. You look at the cork, does it look okay? Is there wine everywhere or just on the tip, la puntita, where it needs to be? Are there holes in the cork? That's what you need to do. You need to look at it. 1830 now, we go to the year 1830, the modern wine bottle, the the wine bottle we know today was invented. So the cork came before the modern bottle. So you're thinking, what did they use? Well, I'm sure they used other kinds of bottles, but they also used goat skin bags okay? Bolsas de um, piel de cabra, goat skin bags. Imagine going to buy some wine or going to a restaurant, and eatery, and saying, I'll have some wine, and they bring you a goat skin bag. Well, think about that in Spain, right? You guys have the, the goat skin bag. Now it makes sense. See? 1830, supposedly, until we got our modern, what we know as the wine bottle. And then, The last breakthrough, which was incredible, it took so long to figure it out, they didn't know all these thousands of years had gone by, and nobody knew what was happening. You know, what was the chemical process? Why was this fermenting? What caused the fermentation? Enter Louis Pasteur, right? The pasteurization process. This same guy, that famous Pasteur guy, we've all heard of him when we look at our milk bottles. Well, he discovered that yeast was that mystery ingredient that was causing this fermentation. Yeast is levadura, okay? Levadura. We've got to finish up, but when we come back, we're going to look at a lot of different things. We've got so much in part two of the podcast, the exclusive content for our subscribers. So if you guys aren't subscribers... Now's a good time to go subscribe. It's definitely affordable, uh, and, uh, and I would really appreciate it, and you're going to get tons of content. So, really quickly, before we say goodbye in this part of the podcast, uh, let's look at the different kinds of wine. So, we've got white wine, obviously, that's blanco. Red wine, right? Red wine, es tinto. Yo antes le decía rojo. <laughs> Red wine. And then we have rosé, or blush, rosé or blush. right? Now, this is a good one because the word blush is sonrojarse, to turn red. So uh, sometimes if you drink too much blush wine, you'll blush. Uh, And then the last one, which is like dessert wine, which is port wine. Port wine. All right. So those are the four types. Varieties? Over 10,000 varieties of wine grapes exist. So that could be like a, a whole series on the different varieties of grapes. But, guys, uh, there's a little tip of the iceberg, a little introduction uh, to wine and some vocabulary around it. Now, guys, we're going to go to this commercial break here. As I said, for those of you who are not uh, on Patreon, this is the end of today's show. Thank you so much for being here anyway. We love you. You're still going to learn no matter what. And Patreon subscribers, we'll we'll be right back with the second half where we're going to take a look at the world's most expensive bottle of wine. We're also going to take a look at how to order wine, right? Hey, you need to know how to order wine. And uh, also, what do the U.S. Declaration of Independence and wine have to do with each other? All right, so guys, we're going to take a look at all that and much more in the second part of FYI. Hang on, hang on! Bring that music back in! How could I forget about my amigos? Special thanks to Augusto Hernandez for the song, Souvenir. Also, my amigo Nacho for lending me his voice and expertise in editing. Now, the show is officially over. See you next week! Tengo que reconocer que...